0: Join Tim and Christina Madden, co-founders of Executive Career Upgrades, on their podcast, The Executive Career Upgrades Podcast. As an executive in today's highly competitive job market, it can be tough to succeed. However, with Tim's nationally recognized career advice and Christina's mindset expertise, you can reach your full potential. Tune in to upgrade your career and get ahead of the
1: competition. We live. we live. Hey, welcome to the Executive Career Upgrades podcast. I am Tim Madden. This is the beautiful Christina Madden. And hey, we go live each week, right, and uploaded everywhere on the internet to talk about all things career. Hey, we go live inside the Executive Career Network on Facebook. Check us out, fastest growing career network. There is eleven thousand directors, VPs, and executives. If you are watching the ECN, we are monitoring the comments and to our friends over on LinkedIn and YouTube. And of course, maybe you're listening to the download on, or the replay on iTunes or Spotify. We appreciate you. Hey, as always, do us a favor. If you get anything beneficial from this episode today, and I know you will, of course, like you always do. Hey, share this with a friend, business acquaintance, family member. Maybe something in here, right, can have something, you know, maybe just, have them think a little differently, maybe overcome one of the challenges that they're currently dealing with, and of course, leave us a review. Before we get started, we got some exciting updates today. The first exciting update. Guys, we have our podcast room almost done, so the podcast table has been delivered. Casey, thank you for volunteering to help me. So we are gonna start setting up that
0: our amazing, our amazing, amazing, amazing executive assistant who probably just already sent us a thousand hearts because she listed she's a diehard fan, is literally sending in or sitting in the other room, picking our amazing art pieces, measuring everything, listening to all my crazy demands have to shower out. Miss Megan Willard, she's incredible. She's awesome.
1: woohoo, go Megan. Hey, congrats to everyone in the ECU uh, program who got offers this week. I know we still have lots pending, but a special shout out to Mike, who got over a 100K increase and, and just an astronomical amount of stock. So, hey, wish everyone, hey, if you got a new job this week, we absolutely wish you the best of luck. If you haven't got a new job yet, hey, head on over to Amazon to get a copy of my book, Discipline Equals Dream Job, which is now an Amazon bestseller. She so you should absolutely pick up that book. Wait, hey.
0: ha- wait, wait, wait. Have we told everybody about- I haven't.
1: I was going to have you tell on. That's the oh. last thing.
0: I do hey. My goodness. Well, Tim always keeps this like fancy outline for the conversation that I don't even look at. So if you guys ever think like, what's Christina talking? She's, I'm- I'm more of a free-flow kind of a gal, so I did not know that this was his next bullet point. But guys, if you haven't heard, ECU made the Inc. 5000 list, and even more exciting than that, I guess we get some bragging rights here, number 512 is the ranking on that as fastest growing punk in America. So listen, this would not be, you know, at all possible without our incredible team of coaches, our sales folks, Our marketing team who you're probably getting really fancy emails from all about this uh, amazing announcement, you know, and also our clients, you know, the people who have trusted us with their investments, you know, um, over the past three years that have allowed for us to just really grow and expand, you know, as business owners and coaches and mentors. Oh my gosh, the things that have come together in this community is like mind blowing. So if you haven't heard that's what's going on and thank you to everybody it's it's super exciting and emotional
1: and before we get started we're going to the ink 5000 gala event in san antonio um, at the end of october beginning of november so me and christina get to get all dressed up black tie event and um put a bow tie on so that'll be a lot of fun too hey as always
0: well, we don't get to go to the military ball anymore now that Tim is um, making his exit out of the military. So I'm like, when am I going to put on a fancy gown? And, you know, I get to do it at a fancy gallop this November.
1: Yeah, man, we ever got a lot of updates. So, hey, we will briefly go over this. But, hey, last Thursday was the last official day that I will ever be in the military. So after 23 years in the U.S. Army, retired as a filled artillery military officer, And it was freaking great, and I'm ready for the next journey of my life. So if you're a veteran and you served, hey, I I appreciate your service as well. As always, let's get started. Hey, if you need help in your career, all right, go on over to execupgrades.com backslash podcast, schedule a free consultation with our team, only if you're dealing with what we're talking about in episode 95, which is how how to navigate these job search challenges with an executive mindset, so Christina, I'll start us off. Right, when you're na- navigating some of these job search challenges, right, you have to have a, di- a mind that you have while you're at work, and I'll explain throughout this episode. But it requires a strategic, and proactive approach. As an executive director, VP, corporate leader, right, you possess like a unique set of skills and experiences. That can be leveraged to overcome these obstacles and achieve your career goals. But let's talk about that for a sec. It's kind of weird. I don't know why people do this. But think about an executive, right? Think about a corporate leader. Okay. Do they do they um typically plan stuff? Hopefully they do. Do they have a goal this year? Hopefully, regardless of the level, they have some type of goal for their team or their company, right? What about Um, Do they typically develop a plan to reach that goal? I think typically, right? Do they maybe plan for some setback that they're going to have likely throughout the planning process or executing the plan? So think about this, right? These are things you deal with on a daily basis plus more. When you're in a job search, it's the exact same thing. But what we see all the time is people fail to plan. They blame it on other people, which, by the way, if you're a leader, you shouldn't do that ever, right? You shouldn't blame uh, problems about your team to your team. That doesn't really make sense, right? So goals, planning, obstacles. So you do all this stuff already. Why is it such, Christina, and I know we got a lot of different stuff to talk about. Why when someone goes, they, they know that, hey, I have to have a goal. I know we have to plan. I know we have to do all these things to be successful in corporate America. But why is it when they get into the job search, it seems like they forget like all of that and they come to us like completely lost, mainly because they don't even have like a goal in mind to start with. How can you have these like radical shifts? And people do it in their lives too, right? You'll see people that are so dialed in to certain aspects of their life and so like, Dialed out, if you will, in other aspects. Why is that mindset? Well, it's
0: interesting when I see somebody completely dialed out in many aspects. They tend to be pretty much dialed out in all aspects. Yeah. I mean, because if you're if you're if you're not winning in in most areas, you're you're kind of losing. You're losing out on a lot of available happiness and joy in, in general. But otherwise, I should have probably interjected before Tim even went into that because it's all about your mindset of what you believe is possible. Period. Okay. As you even go into a job search. So it's how you think about the job search. It's how you think about yourself. It's how you experience confidence um, that that you have to think about before even diving in. So it's like, okay, well, how to navigate your job search? Well, first, it's how do you think about the job search? And I like to talk about a growth versus fixed mindset. These are like the basics of mindset. You can Google this. Tony Robbins talks about it. Are you thinking big or are you closed off? Like you... Really do have to think about that. I go back to just the basic example of people who say something like, "Oh, I'm just not good at math," or "I'm just not good at networking." I'm just, you know, a um, introvert. I, I can't interview well. If you are constantly saying things like that about yourself, you're closing yourself off, of, off out of, you know, closing yourself off from opportunity. Excuse me. So we have to think about shifting to a growth mindset, something like, okay, well, math is challenging to me, but I know I can improve, or I don't particularly love networking, but it's going to serve me in this job search. We have to change the way we're thinking and the way these thoughts are running our running the show. So I can give you, I can give you, I can put five interviews in front of you right now, and it'd be like your ideal dream job. And if you don't have these thoughts in check, and if you're not thinking about who you are as a person and how you experience um, your way of thinking, it's a very slim chance that you're going to show up ready and able and 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 willing to have that interview. I mean,
1: I'm glad you said that too, Christina. Because here's what happens: everyone always kind of says this too, right? Oh, just get me in the interview; I'll I'll be fine on the interview, right? Like, I'll, a, I'll, a, I'll absolutely, hey, I'll, I'll be fine. I'll convert it into an offer. But the reality is, those are people that never practice. Mm-hmm. And, you know, interviewing is a skill. It's like its own skill, right? Just because you're good at sales, good at communication, does not necessarily mean that you're good at interviewing, you know? So what, so- are,
0: what, so what are some things that can get you to shift that mindset are habits. We talk about these all the time. So your daily habits. And I think there's this common misconception that, are, that you know, people that are landing these dream jobs are people that are in the dream roles that you want, that they've never thought about quitting, that they've never been in a very difficult job search before, that they've never, you know, bombed five interviews. You, you, you think all these things about successful people, but it's really quite the opposite. They've experienced all that stuff. They have people pounding on them. They want to quit. They struggle with the same thoughts. But what pulls them through that? What allows them to move through that and still take action toward the goal. Well, some of it's just making a choice, making a decision that quitting is not an option. If quitting is an option for you, you might as well click off this podcast and (laughs) go eat some lunch and watch Netflix. Like quitting is not an option. I'm just kidding. Don't leave the podcast. (laughs) Um, So, you know, if you're not at the point yet that you have hundreds of employees counting on you or you don't have your family counting on you right now, you know, quitting might seem like a decent option. And then some of this is what I'm gonna talk about with our clients here yeah. in a little bit. Sure,
1: what we're talking about t- today, right, is how do you overcome these challenges? So with having that strong executive mindset, right? Again, you just have to go back to what you do in your daily work, right? If you are an executive director, corporate leader, okay, what are things that we do to ensure that we are moving our business unit forward? Again, we're having a goal, we are planning, We are becoming aware of obstacles and we are pushing through them. You do this every day already. So why don't you just apply the same principles, which actually led you to be successful in your current position anyway? But here's what happens. And these are the challenges with all of our clients that they eventually have to overcome. So I'm going to go through them with you. The first one is what do I do next? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What do I do next? Do I say in the same domain I've been in software? Do I go over to here? Do I go over? Oh my, there's so many decisions, right? Now, with this being said, people typically, one of the big fears is different domains. It's, hey, I've been a sales leader at IBM, but I don't wanna do any more tech sales. I wanna do something totally different. Hey, I've been in marketing, um, in manufacturing places. That's what I've marketed. And they don't think that they can ever do anything different ever and they get just stuck in like oh i have to do this for the rest of my life so the first misconception i want to share with you where most of our clients struggle is they think they can only work in what they've done their whole career meaning whatever industry you were been in that's absolutely incorrect if you are a technology professional a finance professional sales ops anything your job in a different domain is extremely similar Think about sales. If you're a successful sales leader just because you sold software, what's the difference in anything else? It's just the product, right? What's the difference of if you're a product manager, right? And you are you did a go-to-market strategy for this company, what's really the difference of doing it for another company? So basically what I'm getting at, you have to know that the principles of what you do are directly relatable to other industries, And our clients never think so until it finally happens. So the first thing is this, like you don't realize how big the world is, right? Have you ever searched? Like, do you know there's over 5,000 companies in America that do over $100 million of revenue that you've never even heard of? The world is big, right? And companies need your talent. But you have to have the confidence that, hey, I've done this here, but I can absolutely do what's needed to me over there the next one, and I don't know why this is such a big one, of the resume. Man, how many hours Tim Madden and Christina Madden have talked about resumes, right? well this recruiter said this, this HR manager said this, my friend said this, my brother said this, I uploaded to Monster after you did it, and Monster said this, and Zip Recruiter said that, right? You're gonna get that. If you have the most Perfectly, I have a friend who like won an award two years ago for being like the best resume writer like in America, right? I look at her resumes and I'm like, hey, I'd probably change a couple things. So number two, do not get stuck on your resume. Most of the time, people only look at it for six seconds anyway, so just move past it and know that nearly everyone you talk to is going to attack it. The recruiter's going to attack it, your HR manager, you're going to feel like you're d- defending yourself Unless you have different tactics and strategies. So just know if you've had your resume professionally done, if it highlights your accomplishments and achievements, if I'm a marketing professional and I have my accomplishments and achievements and like what I've done and the quantifiable things I've done throughout my career, your resume is good enough. Okay. So don't worry about your resume. I've seen people revise resumes for 90 days. How, how bad does that set you back in finding a new role? Why do people get stuck on that, Christina? Why are people stuck on like perfect into like oblivion of them to where they want to get it so perfect that they never really get anywhere?
0: Well, one of the things you commented on um, also was people that are pivoting, you know, industries and roles. We used to have some data on this. I don't, you would know better than I at this point because you are Mr. Data collector, but the people that are making big pivots, they still get their job offer. It just takes the longest amount of time. And it goes back to, again, lack of belief, lack of, you know, confidence and a lot of fear. So I know for sure when I go to start something I've never done before, I get really held up on like, that's why I don't have my personal podcast, um, um, launched yet because i was held up i'm held up on like a title it just hit me By the way, guys, I forgot my title. but like that would be the resume in this in this case well everything has to be perfect and like lo- the logistics you like grasp you, people grasp onto these things that don't matter because they're just so scared and so uncertain so it's just like our mentors say once you commit and make a decision worry about the rest later and you you you're either winning or you're learning right so we have to just remove this word of like failure get the foundational stuff done even if it's just like the skeleton of a resume like just the bare bones of a resume to get something on paper um and you can make these fine-tuned adjustments later not only are people wasting a tremendous amount of time on resumes but talk about having like multiple many resumes (laughs) okay so guys i mean again when tim says that this is what I, I giggle because we've been doing this for a long time now, but we actually do take this very seriously. People are not living the life that they want because of a resume, because of these things that, that just bog people down. So maybe maybe take a little post-it note right now and say, hey, what's the one thing I can do today that'll move this in the right direction? What's one thing I'm putting off? I know for some of our clients listening, it might be their Asperis call or their call with Katie or the resume. What is it that you can do? Because the title or the podcast is how to navigate the job search. But if you're not in the job search, what are you navigating? Like you have to be moving toward the target in some way to to have your eyes on this. stuff.
1: The other reason then I'll get to the question is this. If you're going on an interview, right, you realize almost no one prepares for an interview, right? Or what do they do? They go to the website. They look at the job description. Okay, I'm good to go. They don't really have a plan. Think about this because we're saying how to navigate it with an executive mindset. Say you're in corporate America. In two weeks, you have to deliver a presentation to the CEO. Are you going to prepare for that? Right? How long are you going to prepare? Are you going to help? Right? Like, are you going to plan? Are you going to make sure your presentation's done? Are you going to practice your presentation? I would hope so if you. You know, take pride in your job, right? So why don't we do it for interviews? Why do people prepare for like three minutes? Why don't they sit down and map out, hey, what are some things I need to cover? What are some questions I have to ask? Hey, I got the job description, but I need to ask them what they're really looking for. How do I ask them for their challenges? All these things. It's crazy that most people don't prepare for interviews, even important ones. So yeah. you have the mindset you have at your work when you have to plan stuff. So it's done by a certain amount of time in this giving a presentation to the CEO, right? Make sure you give yourself enough time to plan and then make sure you plan.
0: And I'm sure many of you have an idea of what this version of yourself looks like, or you have an idea of what an executive does, you know, um, I was just at 10 X ladies and uh, Elena was talking about Natalie Dawson, which she's the president of Cardone Ventures and the president of 10X Health Systems, obviously a very high ranking uh, position. And Elena is always asking, we're even on a daily basis now, what does a president do? How does a president feel? How does a president act? What are they doing? And so, if you don't have a vision of, of what that is, whatever the role is, and SVP of whatever, think about the version of yourself that you want to be, or think about someone who's achieved what you want to achieve in your professional life or a mentor in your space that you can actually trust and model and mimic what they do. You know, how are they thinking? What are they doing every day? And essentially you're either, you're either moving toward that or you're destroying that. So you're moving in one direction, you're growing or you're falling behind. So what is it right now?
1: Yeah. I really loved hearing that before, like model the person you want to become it really helps yourself so think about this say you're trying to move up the corporate ladder and get another bigger boy or bigger girl job with more responsibility and more income right imagine you're already at that level imagine that person is looking back on you now right what do you think that person at that higher level is doing each day do you think they're taking care of themselves do you think they're trying to strengthen their mind, strengthen their communication, all of these things? Absolutely. Do you think someone at that level, like if, if they need help with something, they're finding someone who can help them and not waiting like months or years? Right. This is- so start thinking like, what would a successful person do who's already in this role? Would they worry about their resume for 90 days to make sure it's perfect? Right. Would they prepare for interviews? Would they develop a plan? Would they have some goals in mind? Hopefully, okay? And with that, one of the questions we we got, Christina, was, hey, maybe those people are revising their resumes because they're getting no responses from the ATSs, right? Here's the problem, right? These ATS systems, they're all different, right? They are all different, all have different, always changing. And I'll tell you, regardless of the ATS." I have been a recruiter and trained a lot of them. Here is what happens when you apply for a job. It's posted on LinkedIn or Indeed. It's open to remote because it's 2023 and it pays whatever. Hundreds or thousands of people is applying for that job because remember, America's big. And if you're going after these director, VP, and executive roles, guess what else? You might be competing with Europe, South America, or Canada as well. Right? Right? So things to take into consideration that thousands of people are going to apply and there is one recruiter and I've trained them, here's what they do. Whenever they get a chance to work on the one of many positions, they're looking at the last 10 people who applied, they're calling them and everyone else is getting, hey, sorry, we found someone more qualified. That is why it's so difficult to get a job at you know, six figures or multiple six figures of the resume. So I could see why that would mean revise it a thousand times and and until it works but the reality is it's really pure luck and anyone who says the ats is like the godly thing and this resume is going to get you a million interviews no it won't because is- it doesn't really have anything to do with the ats it go- it has to do with the co- with the hum- the company's hiring strategies and typically it's one recruiter working on you know a uh, many positions so with this being said here's what you can do Right? Just like in our program, we focus on getting a hold of people that can actually hire us, right? The, the decision makers, the hiring managers, et cetera, the people who actually have the need, right? That is need to be your target. Otherwise you're competing with thousands of other people that likely paid for the same resume upgrade that you did, right? Think about it. If 5,000 people all had their resume, updated by a professional right well who do you know who to pick now right
0: this is a hard pill to swallow for a lot of people and even now you'll probably and a lot of you will probably close out the podcast and be like i'm going back to the job boards you know they're you don't know what they're talking about that's crazy right but everybody at this level director vp and executive everybody looks good on paper you have to remember that too you have to remember everyone looks qualified on paper at this level so how are you going to stand out? Who do you know? What's your strategy? And remember, guys, the executive mindset, just like the title, the executive mindset, this is earned, okay? The executive mindset is earned by learning, growing, making mistakes, and, and,
1: and not giving up. So, And think about this, leveraging your network. Oh, I don't want to bug people, Christina. I don't want to ask my network. I don't want to do this. I think about in business. if one of your friends who you used to work with can help you, maybe be a vendor or something, you're not going to call them. Oh, I don't want to talk to Tim. I don't want to give Tim my business. What kind of crazy stuff is that? Why don't you have it? That's why you have a network, right? To support you and you support them, right? So for all the people that have problems networking and don't want to ask their community, how are you going to be a corporate leader? That's, that's one of the biggest mistakes people in the evening with money. No one wants to talk about money, but everyone wants more of it, right? We always want more money, more compensation, more stocks, more options, more vacation, etc. But literally no one knows how to talk about it. Or how to get past it. Man, I don't know. I've been, right? All these thoughts in our head. Do not let these hold you back. If you're already at this level, you've already had to set goals. You've had to plan. You've had to reevaluate your plan. You you have had to do all of these things that you're going to have to do in a job search. So it is literally not different at all. Any closing comments, Christina?
0: No, we covered it all. Uh, you guys, listen, the best thing you can do to get your dream job offer is to head over and schedule a call with our team because they're going to uncover some of what we just talked about as far as why your resume isn't working Why, you know, following this ATS isn't working. Um, You got to stop making it about you. Okay. And taking that as so much like rejection, have a conversation on like when you've had any other time in your life about what's the goal, what's not going right and what you can do to implement a strategy that actually works. So we're looking forward to hearing from you. And thanks again to everyone for supporting us in our personal professional financial goals with the big Inc 5,000. And as always, um, and we'll see you next week.
1: Excellent. Guys, need help in your career? Go on over to execupgrades.com backslash podcast. Hey, want to skill up? Go to Amazon, get discipline equals dream job, my new Amazon bestseller. And lastly, hey, again, to echo what Christina said, thank you so much for all the love and support in helping Executive Upgrades become one of the fastest growing companies in America. To our team, we appreciate you. Until next week, have a great day, everyone.